Welcome to Never Again Is Now, a podcast about anti-Semitism. I'm Evelyn Marcus. And I am Phyllis Simbler-Miller. British mega rock star Roger Waters, the former bass player of the band Pink Floyd, is an advocate for Palestinian rights. In his shows, he criticizes Israel and Jews in an anti-Semitic way. We talk with two people who stood stood up uh, to that in November 2023 when his show was coming to Argentina. Sergio Ziegelbaum and Luis Pastorita are founding partners of the law firm Pastorita, Alcayaga and Ziegelbaum Abogados in Buenos Aires. And Palazuelo. And Palazuelo. And Palazuelo in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Both lawyers have also taught in law schools in Buenos Aires. Sergio and Luis, welcome to our show. We are looking forward to learning more about your remarkable story. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Evelyn. Thank you, Emeline, Evelyn, and Phyllis, so much for inviting us to your show and for raising awareness of our cause that the change, in essence, is the struggle against anti-Semitism. Correct. Um, Thank you. So, what were your personal reasons to stand up against the anti-Semitism of Roger Waters when uh, his show was coming to Argentina? Uh, Argentina. Uh, Sergio, could you tell us first, and then Luis, please. Okay. Okay, I actually was born and raised within a Argentinian, Argentine Jewish family. My maternal ancestors were from Ukraine. They fled from the pogroms, escaping the pogroms in the late 19th century. And my father itself, he's a Shoah survivor. He arrived to Argentina in 1948, escaping the Nazis. And, you know, being part of a minority, particularly the Jewish community means, at, at least in my case, developing a special sensitivity to racial, religious, or whatever discrimination can be. Um, anyone who was who is Jewish and identifies himself as, a, as such is likely to have uh, been target at some point in their life uh, of discrimin- discrimination. And being Roger Waters consistently publicly expressed himself pejoratively toward Jews, Jewish individuals in particular, and against the state of Israel, personally, when I saw his last show, his last world tour, This Is Not a Dream, when it took place in Europe, I think around April, May 2023, I was truly shocked. The content was of explicit anti-Semitism. Back in in my 2023. And uh, I I feel inside myself uh, uh, an impulse to do something. And and, and it's completely true what I'm going to tell you. uh, During a a lunch break in our work, I was sitting with Luis and, and Ignacio Palazuelos and I told my friends, they are my friends, listen, I have to do something. And uh, I want to file a criminal complaint against him. Yeah, let, 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 let's, let's talk about what you did later on. But, but uh, yeah. 
But your personal, uh, your personal. And my friends told me we back you, we back you up all the way. Don't that's worry, great. That's we great. go with you. That's great. That's great. That's and that's the start of it. That 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 how great. we started. Great. Thank you. Thank you. So, Luis, uh, what motivated you personally to stand up against the anti-Semitism of Roger Waters? Okay, Evelyn. I I would say. Uh, frankly speaking, I was placed in a in a quite less complicated situation than uh, Sergio, my friend Sergio. Okay, because the fact uh, the, the, whatever Roger Water did did not affect me personally as much as he affected him. And I am answering you the question from an exclusive, exclusively personal point of view, but. Uh, Personally, what drove me and also Ignacio to explore into the matter was, uh, how could I put it, sadness and, and huge concern that we observed in Sergio in connection with what he told us, what has happened in Germany in May of the, the shows that took place in Germany, actually Berlin, in the Mercedes-Benz Plaza in Berlin. Federal Republic of Germany in 2023. And uh, I personally noticed my friend, who happens to be my partner, but above all, he's my friend, truly concerned, truly, truly concerned about this. And he said, I want to do something. And, and, I, and I would like to somehow correct Sergio on that, because this emphasizes the second part of it, because it, our response from from Ignacio Palazuelos and myself was not such automatic as Sergio said, okay, we'll do something. No, he said, okay, we understand how you feel, okay, but let us analyze this from a strict, strict, strict standpoint, law, law standpoint, okay, because you might feel sad personally, but there might not be any kind of law violation. Okay, so, so, so till, till here, please. So, so your personal motivation <clears throat> was uh, to to back up your friend uh, and and to and to uh, you know stand up against to look for the legal legal yeah. answer. Yes, the the first motivation, my my first drive was to back up and stand up for my friend, but the second drive was. No matter what, if, if a friend or a foe is involved in a law infringement, I'm a law lover. I love law and law must be respected and enforced, no matter who is involved, whether an untranscendental person or King of Spain or Roger Waters or whoever. Okay. That's great. Uh, then when, when I noticed that a friend of mine was affected on the one hand and on the other hand, Criminal laws have been violated. I skyrocketed. Then I decided, okay, we'll look into it. Okay, that's for for my my, my personal. Those are were my personal views, Evelyn. Great. Thanks for sharing that. I just want to say, to be fair to several of the cities in Germany where the concerts were, that they did. The cities tried to block the concerts, but clearly their legal actions, they didn't have you on board because their legal actions were unsuccessful and, and the concerts went through. So now talking about those concerts, first, Louis, could you tell us 
Luis, sorry. Could you tell us what some of the anti-Semitic uh, acts of Roger Waters, you know, both what he wore and what he said. And Sergio, what does he say outside his concerts about Jews? So first one, then the other. Okay. Okay. I guess it's my turn. Yes. Basically, it's uh, I will try to put it, Phyllis, in a very in a very brief manner and comprehensible for all the audience. Basically, the 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 contents of the shows that um, concerned our client, who is Sergio, because we acted as lawyers of our client Sergio, was that basically three three aspects that used to appear in Roger in Mr. Roger Waters shows. First of all, a giant flying pig. That's okay, but with a small detail, with a David Star stamped on the giant flying pig, and that's it's that, that is. For, that is unbearable, okay? Because it, it might hurt the sensitivity of so many people as it hurted the sensitivity of uh, of Sergio. On the other hand, the wearing of SS dressings by Roger Waters using gunfires and shooting all 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 the people, okay? Uh, rehearsing what is undoubtedly a German officer, a German SSS, SS officer. And the third thing is the comparison of Miss Shirin Abu Akleh with Anna Frank, okay? Mm. Uh, we was don't... She? Was she? Shirin? Shirin Abu Akleh was a world journalist, okay, who was struck by a bullet in the reporting of uh, an attack between, I can't remember, Sergio has more details than that, between the, the Hamas group and certain Israeli forces, okay? She was a war journalist. She was not murdered. She was struck by a bullet, lost in the bullet, and it resulted that that bullet was fired by Israeli forces. But that's not a murder. That's an accident of, and, and it's a risk run by Every war journalist. Yes. But those three are basically... The, the uh, wait, three. let me, Luis, let me just explain for American audiences what you said. So Roger Waters in his con concerts frequently put this picture of this war journalist next to a picture of Anna Frank. So that's what you're talking about. That's yeah. it. And he compares, he compares both images as, as equal. Okay, go ahead now. And those are the, the aspects that were involved in the shows. But uh, our complaint included not only those aspects, but also there are uh, lots of press releases, uh, um, graphic uh, videos and whatever, whereby Mr. Roger Waters clearly stated hate towards Jewish people. Okay, and clear state is hate. Doesn't matter whether it's Jewish people, Arab people, white people, black people, whoever. He was conveying faith delivered messages. And that's not acceptable, at least under Argentine laws. Okay. So he, he was, um, uh, Roger Waters in, in his shows and outside his shows was comparing the Israeli army or Israelis with 
Nazis? Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's it. I, actually, actually, uh, you asked me before. Uh, which are the the Roger, Mr. Roger Waters, uh, anti-Semitic? In my, our view, which are uh, Mr. Roger Waters' anti-Semitic view, expressions, or or, or deeds uh, uh, outside the the show? And actually, if we the Jews, we are accustomed to see Mr. Roger Waters. Uh, uh, as a vehement anti-Semite, in in uh, uh, numerous public statements where he particularly denigrates Jewish individuals, interviews, uh, public appearances, uh, uh, even in uh, I think in Twitter or other uh, social networks, uh, he attributes to the Jewish people prototy prototypical characteristics of anti-Semitic ideology, such as being greedy or bankers who want to control the world. Uh, uh, he displays, every time that he has an opportunity, he displays an alarming hatred against the state of Israel. Not criticizing his policy or his administration, government, or Mr. Netanyahu or whoever. He compares the state of Israel as Nazi Germany, with Nazi Germany. Uh, and there are, records of numerous public appearances of, of, of Mr. Water, uh, where, where he, and, and, and I will quote, interviews where he has, among other things, that global control is exercised by Jews. And, and I quote another, another statement of Mr. Water saying that Jews are agents of foreign states, clearly referring to the state of Israel, that, that they, meaning we, the Jews, want to annihilate the human race. They want to kill us all, as he, he, that he's saying. Uh, he has labeled APAC, the American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee, and other Jewish organizations as extremists. Alternative in between calling them or Israeli or Jewish. I, he, he confuses and he mixes the concept of Israeli and Jewish. They put, he puts all the things together. Evelyn now is going to bring us up to what you did about this. So, Evelyn? Um, yes. How, how did you try to stop him from using anti-Semitic expressions in his shows in Argentina last November? Uh, or, this, yeah, last November, I think the show started. Which part did each of you play in that? And, and were other uh, parties involved as well in that effort? Okay. Uh, here it's a it's a good opportunity, Evelyn and Phyllis, to make an in a very relevant clarification. Okay, because the following clarification will understand our your listeners to understand something that has been uh, totally different from what has been attempted so far. We did not try to cancel nor stop the shows like they did this in Germany. This is a very important thing to do because we are respectful of Mr. Roger Waters' rights to work, carry out licit industries within the territory of the Republic of Argentina, which is a constitutional right granted to every inhabitant in Argentina, not only to Argentine cities. So we do 
In high consideration, Mr. Roger Waters writes to express his art and provide his shows here in Buenos Aires. That's the reason why we did not attempt to cancel any shows. The only thing that we extreme in a very extremely and, and in a very careful manner we did is to restrict the contents of the shows we were not attempting to cancel. Is that understood? Yes. We were not attempting to cancel the shows because that would violate Mr. Mr. Roger Waters' rights to work. Okay. We just intended to limit the contents of the show. And in that regard, we requested a criminal prosecutor to take over control of the shows so as to make sure that none of the crimes that have been committed previously by Mr. Roger Waters outside in Argentina, namely in Germany, were committed again in Argentina or the same crimes would be continued to be carried out in Argentina, okay? And we asked the criminal prosecutor to double check, to verify, and in that regard, we also took actions against the owner of the stadiums, which was, uh, you might have heard of it, Club Atletico, River Plate. You, you might have heard of it, rivalry between River and Boca, River and Boca. Well, the shows were held, both shows, the one who took place in November 21st and November 22nd, 2023, took place in the River Plate Stadium, okay? And we gave a, a, we made a formal request to the to River, okay, in in their character as owner of the premises in which the shows were to, to were to take place, to make sure that Mr. Roger Waters did not commit any crime in their premises because otherwise they would also be held criminally responsible. The producers. Can the, I ask and, a clarification and, here? Just and the producers. American audiences. What is the crime? In other okay. words, under your law, as opposed to for other countries' law, what would be the crime? The crime, perfect. The crime. It's. Uh, I. I would put it in a in a very simple manner, so as to your listeners be able to to understand. Okay, is the the, the you are obligated under Argentine law to refrain from expressing or showing um, hate patterns based, uh, any hate patterns or discriminatory patterns based on sex, gender, religion, or on any other grounds. You cannot discriminate people by referring only to their religion, sex, origin, or race. You can discriminate people, okay, or can you differentiate people according to their capabilities, okay? It's not the same having a graduate law student with an A from a... You can discriminate a graduate student who got A's from a graduate student who got C's. That's not discrimination. The one who got A, the other got C's. But you cannot give an A because of his Catholic, Arab, Jews, and the other C because he's Arab, Catholic, and Jews. So the crime here in Argentina 
we understand that Mr. Waters have committed outside Argentina, okay, and then this is another matter to, to, to explain and elaborate, is that Mr. Roger Waters clearly infringed basically section three of law uh, 23,592. This is a crime, this is a crime which is expressly provided for in an Argentine criminal law provision, which is so, discriminatory actions. So just to clarify, based on the United States where people can say certain things because it's um, freedom of expression, this limits the freedom of expression in Argentina to not to a crime to say hateful things based on someone's religion, race, etc. Did I say that correctly? That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And and there is also that limit on free speech in, in Europe, for instance. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And so thank you for, for explaining that to us. So so what was the outcome of the lawsuit? Was it an actual lawsuit? So in other words, when you went to the criminal prosecutor, it was a lawsuit. Yes, that's a good question. And let me let me make a very brief history on 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 this. Okay, you remember we uh, we knocked a criminal prosecutor's office door. Okay, to prevent the carrying out of new crimes in Argentina. Okay, the criminal prosecutor attended and and got uh, all all the shows recorded. And she was of the opinion that nothing weird, nothing strange, nothing illegal have occurred in the shows. Opinion, and this, Phyllis and Evelyn, is very important to bear in mind. Opinion with which we fully concur. We agree with the criminal prosecutor that Roger Waters did nothing in Argentina. He behaved perfectly. As a result, as a result of the actions that have been taken before the criminal prosecutor's office on the one hand and the request made to River Plate and the producer of the show, who again was, uh, was given notice to the extent that if something goes wrong, okay, you will have a huge problem along with Mr. Roger Waters. So what we assume is that the producer and River must have talked with Roger Waters and said, sir, please calm down because we do not we do not have to have any legal problems here in Argentina because you gave two shows and then you fly back to whatever. We stay here. We do not want to face criminal prosecution. Whatever the story might have been, the fact is that Mr. Roger Waters, unlike what happened in other countries here in Argentina, he did nothing. And this is very important to stress. But the funny story begins just has, just here, because this is not the end of the story. This is the, the beginning of the story for us. Because the criminal prosecutor was extremely excited and happy that nothing had happened. So the say she said, Okay, there's nothing to do. And we said, no, no, hold your horses, honey. Hold your horses. Okay, there's a lot to do. Nothing has happened in Argentina, but we are not questioning things done in Argentina. We are questioning things done by Mr. Roger Waters before 
outside Argentina, which in our opinion have effects inside Argentina. Okay? And the criminal prosecutor said, okay, no, but I'm not interested in that. Okay? I'm not interested in that. And say, okay, we respect your position, but we do, we certainly are interested in that. So the conflict of opinions between ourselves as legal counsel to the criminal plaintiff on the one hand and the opinion of the criminal prosecutors of, 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 on the other hand was finally settled, and this is this is the very important thing, was finally settled, okay, addressed and decided upon in a criminal hearing held before a criminal court. And the criminal court basically said, Mr. Prosecutor, Mrs. Prosecutor, if you don't want to continue the action, okay, that's your choice. But I will allow Mr. Sigerbaum to continue with this action, criminal action against Mr. Roger Waters. So basically what can clearly and undoubtedly stated, can be undoubtedly stated is nowadays, Mr. Roger Waters is not having a different uh, opinion on what on this on that from a technical standpoint criminal mr roger waters is a part of a criminal lawsuit and has a criminal action against him duly filed and in due course within a criminal court with a, within uh, argentina so if i understand you well you um managed um to prevent Roger Waters from using his usual anti-Semitic uh, props and and uh, um, expressions during his show in Argentina um, by uh, informing his team and, and the theater and the producer that legal steps would follow um, if he would uh do his usual show uh you did not prevent the show but you prevented the anti-semitic parts of it successfully uh which is great um and um you are still trying to get him convicted uh, for the crime of anti-semitism um as an effect of his anti-semitic expressions abroad is that correct that is perfectly correct. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, congratulations with um, getting to this result already. I mean, preventing uh, anti-Semitic anti expressions in a show of a mega star is a mega accomplishment. So, so thank you for 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 standing up in this effective way uh, to Rogers to Roger Waters. Can I ask a question, Evelyn? Yeah. I want to ask, since we heard a lot from Luis, I want to ask Sergio. So in my understanding, this wouldn't work in the United States, I don't think. But in European countries, in other words, Germany could have chosen your approach. Instead of trying to cancel the concerts in those countries where there is a uh, limit on free speech in terms of hate speech. other Because we like to encourage what other people can do. Other people because we have listeners all over the world, can follow your lead in countries where this law exists. Correct? Not try and cancel the concert, but put everyone on notice that there can be criminal charges if they break the law. Did I say that Sergio? Sergio? Yeah. You, 
you you're you're a lawyer you're you're a covered lawyer Felix, right <laughs> no you're this is not a lawyer my yeah. husband's a lawyer not a, a lawyer. tax lawyer Okay. No, actually, we receive a huge support that I want to mention and emphasize. We, we, we receive a huge support from the from Ariel Helmlo, the, the, the director of the... Talk to the Simon... microphone, please. Ah, sorry. Yeah. We, we, we receive a huge support from the Ariel Helmlo, the, the director, the CEO of the Simon Wiesenthal Organization for Latin America and the Caribbean. And through Ariel, and the Vicental organization, we, we had uh, advised other Jewish community to take steps towards the, the perform of uh, Mr. Vicental as uh, the Costa Rican community and, and, and Mexican community. Um, and it's true. Actually, we don't know and we are not certain that the, any legal steps were taken towards Mr. Rogers or or his uh, shows. The only the only record that we have in, in mind and, and we we know is the, of the city of Frankfurt that they they canceled the show and uh, Roger Rob, uh, Roger Waters lawyers they they appeal the decision uh, to a judicial court and they uh, the court allow the 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 show uh, in Frankfurt. But we we don't know. Any record of existence or any lawsuits against Roger Waters? So, um, this may least, be the the first, at least, or one of the first. Yeah, but uh, so the every every country has different laws. Uh, the United States has the biggest freedom of speech, I think, of all countries in the world. But many other countries have restricted freedom of speech. Um, in in Germany, trying to prevent the show from taking place did not Work. succeed in court. But your approach was different. Your approach was not to cancel the show, but to cancel the anti-Semitic expressions Criminal in the show. Acts. And that worked at least in Argentina. And I hope that in other countries, this approach will also be uh, I don't know. You don't like that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I understand. I, I understand what you say, Evelyn. You're yeah. right. But, uh, one thing is here in Argentina, we also have free speech laws. Okay. Free speech laws. And precisely those kind of free speech laws are the one who would have prevented us from petitioning the cancellation of the shows, okay? Hey, we understand. The, the free speech laws, what say is, you must say and you must do, or you must say whatever you want to say. You have no limits. Say whatever you want to say, but we are with what you say, because if you, if you say violates a law, you will not have been prevented from saying what you, you you wanted to say, but you will have to bear the consequences of what you said. Very, okay. very. So the, here, here in Argentina, the, the free speech laws are not, uh, or at least as we saw them, are not intended to give a blank check to write any number on the check. 
okay? You can do whatever you want, but if you, there are other laws because free speech laws are what they are, laws. Okay. And nothing more than laws. But there are other laws who are the discriminatory laws who also form part of the original criminal legal system. See. Okay. Nice. In other words, you could not use the free speech laws as, as an excuse or as a request to, to immunity under discriminatory laws. I see. I see. Okay. This does okay. not mean, sorry, Evelyn, sorry, I, I don't want to, to extend a lot of it. This does not mean that the clear conclusions that you notice that we arrive to poses great and passionate issues of international criminal law, which need to be elaborated and investigated and addressed and decided, but are issues that are upon the table, okay, and need to be addressed and solved. And this is a golden opportunity for the Argentine criminal system to express a flexibility and adaptability to laws in the 21st century to laws that have been drafted in the 19th century, some of them, because the world changes. We change, the law changes, and the world changes, although the law does not change. So there are philosophical issues, very complex. I, I, I do not want to get into because your audience will get more than unnecessarily bored. Okay. All right. Um... We're coming to the end yeah. of the interview. I don't know if Evelyn has another question. I, I uh, asked the questions that I wanted because I really wanted to make it clear what people could do in other countries where the criminal law gives them a uh, pathway to, to not canceling the concerts, but controlling the anti-Semitic content. So unless Evelyn has something else to say, do you have any last thoughts? Oh, Evelyn does. Go ahead. Yeah, what I hope is that um, in other countries than Argentina, um, organizations where Roger Waters comes with his shows, that that they will um, contact the, the Simon Wiesenthal Center, Latin America, or you uh, to see how they could... Um, translate this this um, successful model of yours uh, to their national uh, situation. We'll put the link to your law firm in the description of uh, this podcast. So if people want to get your advice, they will be able to do it easily or hopefully easily. Do you have last thoughts before I do the wrap up? I, I, I would like to, to to say something about it um, regarding uh, any kind of anti-Semitism because it, Roger Waters is not the only person that uh, that uh, we hear every day in the me public media uh, discriminating or Jews or other 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 minorities. I think, and as a Jew, I I think that uh, it didn't work for us to keep quiet and continue with normal life. Uh, as nothing had happened, witnessed in the past the rise of anti-Semitic regimes. But this time we cannot and shall not uh, stay indifferent uh, in front of discriminatory and anti-Semitic speech or actions. Uh, as a Jew, as a Jew, we have as Jews we have to confront anti-Semitism and discrimination in general. 
and not to keep quiet. Every one of us with the tools at, at hand. It happens to me, I'm a regular Jew that happens to be a lawyer, but nothing but a regular Jew who has help to his non-Jewish friends to confront anti-Semitism. There is a lot of people coming to, with the tolerance, democracy, and coexistence. It's not only the, Jew, the Jewish people. And we are not alone in this fight. And it, it's, it's not only our problem, it's a problem of whole humanity. Uh, so we, 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 should, we shall stand against discrimination of any kind. But that's, that's my thought. That's where, that's, uh, that's where I try to, 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 to pass on to my kids and, and, and my, my fellow friends. And I, I would like to add uh, the, the following, Phyllis and Evelyn. We, we truly, I learned about your job. You, you, you do a fantastic job, okay? You do a fantastic job and we respect and, 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 and value it greatly. Cherish. And, it, and it's really been great sharing this time with you. Thank, Thank you, you, Luis. Really, this has been a very important interview for people understanding there are different legal ways to stop this anti-Semitism from spreading. That's what our show is about. We thank our listeners. For those of you who want to know more about Evelyn and myself and our projects, you can go to Never Again Is Now podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And as we end every episode, and you two are perfect examples. I mean, it brings almost tears to me. Speak up against anti-Semitism and all hate.